Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freaks of all ages, FreakNet Studio probably brings to you, it is the greatest tag team in podcast history, the original freak travesty, Mr. 33% Dizzle J, this is Just Freaking Wrestling! Guys, it's that time again to step in the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. And guys, when I say faction, I tell you that we are bringing a new host onto the show, and she is finally here. This is the Extreme Outcast, Dallas. Glad to be here. Sorry it took so long, guys. I know, it took, <laughs> took way too long. But it's okay because, you know, we like to hype things up. I mean, obviously with the road to WrestleMania, you like excitement and everything. And this is pretty much our road to WrestleMania. This is true. Yeah. So, uh, Dallas, thank you for being on here. Uh, we're going to dive a little bit into, like, um, your fandom when it comes to wrestling and all that stuff. We're going to talk a little bit more about you and your experiences in wrestling and get on, get into all that. Just so our listeners and viewers now, because we are on YouTube, get to know you a little bit more. But before we do, I just want to remind everyone that this episode of Just Freak of Wrestling is brought to you by Audible.com. Now, if you're just like me and you're a huge fan of stories and history, you're just not a big fan of reading them yourselves, Audible.com is the best place for you to go. It's the one-stop shop for all audiobooks. So if you go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today, you get a 30-day free trial of Audible. On top of that, you get a credit to your first book purchase. Now, Jay, we've used our credits already for our first book purchase. Oh, yeah. I got Chris Jericho reading me a book. So Yeah, and I uh, I picked up the uh, the history of WCW, but I actually went above and beyond, and I got the uh, the story of the... Uh, the Benoit incident, the Benoit tragedy, if yeah. you will. Um, I also picked up a, a, one of Shawn Michaels' books and everything. So a lot of wrestling uh, novels, stories. And I guess they have other stuff, too. Yeah. There's other things if you're into other things other than wrestling. But check out audibletrial.com backslash freaknet. Sign up today. Get your 30-day free trial plus your first credit to your first book purchase. So we let him do that. I don't know. You, you did it once. Once. One time. <laughs> One time. Oh, I let him stick him in the corner. All right. All right, Dallas. Let's talk about you for a little bit before we get into all the stuff we're doing. I wasn't prepared. I know. Well, that's what we do. <laughs> we are never truly prepared. I'm not going to lie. We planned for predictions this week, and Jay just did them. So. Now, technically, I didn't even do them yet. You didn't even do them yet. That one bit. So, no. It's, so, all we're going to. I just want to know a little bit about, like, okay. When when did you first start watching wrestling? What's your first memory of watching wrestling on TV? WWF, WCW, ECW? The Attitude Era. The Attitude Era? Yeah. Okay. Now, who of the Attitude Era was your favorite? Stone Cold. Nice. nice. Solid answer. I like that. That is a solid yeah. answer. Now, I, we actually talked before we recorded. We were talking about uh, women's wrestlers. We were talking about like you know who the best wrestlers are today. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we had different opinions because you said Charlotte and I say everyone. But, and that's fine. <laughs> Because You're just a hater. I'm not a hater. Yes, I'm just, you are. Just a realist on <laughs> what she does. But how was her indie career? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyhow. Mm. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so you say Cheryl is the best uh, woman wrestler today. Who's the best male wrestler today? That's a hard one. Right. For me, it's AJ Styles. I could agree with AJ Styles. Um, Ricochet could be up there. Chris Jericho. Still? Like today? I, I, I still think he's one of the best. I th- yeah. he, he still goes in all his matches, still puts 100% in it. The promos are great. It, he's he's never going to stop being a promo machine, as who, far as I'm concerned. Who is the best talent in ring, but not on the mic? Ooh. Right. I'd say Roman. Roman? Roman's pretty good in the ring, but I can't stand him on the mic. Daly? I can agree with that. Yeah. Alright, how about best on the mic, worst in the ring? Ooh, Joey Ryan, maybe? Joey Ryan? Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. That's a hard one. 
Yes. Well, well, we'll talk about that more next week because I want to do something like that. I want because because obviously we don't we're not doing the freaking five anymore. We're not doing the final freaking thoughts and stuff. But I do want to kind of incorporate a little more games and stuff into our show, and especially now that we got three people doing this, it kind of gives like more of a uh, a bigger view, I guess you will. It'll give you a majority of rules type of yeah. thing too. Yeah. So we're gonna dive into results. Uh, we'll talk more about your life and shit as we go. But <laughs> I want to do something that we haven't done in a while, and I want to unbox some shit. I love how this says fragilely. Fragilely. Yeah. <laughs> it's all dented in on the side here. Thank God for uh, companies here. You want to open that up. Guys, this box, postal mail. this box that Jay's going to open up actually came from Dark Parlor. Now, Dark Parlor is the previous owners of uh, that Russell Club box that we used to open up on the shows. So I picked up a couple of things that I wanted. And if you could tell behind <laughs> us, I, got, I, I own a few Funkos. So I went just, ahead. Just a few. I went ahead and bought some of the Funkos I don't quite own, but I'm really happy that I now do. Oh man! Wow. She, she might be happy about that one. Right? Oh, <laughs> she's gonna be ecstatic about the next one. Ecstatic. 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 That's a big word. It's trust me. So this right here, this is the uh, the gold Ric Flair Charlotte Flair dual pack. This one right here, as soon as Jay opens it up. This one is the, uh, I believe that's shoe, uh, is that Foot Lockers? That is Foot, Foot Locker Locker's exclusive. exclusive Charlotte Flair. And it goes with the Charlotte Flair I currently have. And I believe the one behind me, I'm not going to turn around and look, I believe it's the red robe. This one is blue or purple. I'm colorblind, so I can't the tell. The peacock colors. Yeah, this yeah. is, I think, yeah, this is the blue and uh, green, greenish one. Probably. Now this one, this is more of a, uh, I guess Luciano will like it. Luciano will like it. Yeah. I think I think Liziana might want to make a guest appearance again. Oh, there's not enough room at the table. <laughs> That's I said. Oh, shit. That is the clear John Cena, <laughs> you can't see me, Funko. Huh. <laughs> Was that an Amazon exclusive? Yeah, yeah. So, spoiler to everything that's coming up. Uh, next week, I'm going to get five new Funkos. I believe it's five. I don't know. I pre-ordered a bunch of them. But they had like the uh, the Mean Gene Orkland, the Diesel, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, um, Naomi, Miz. I think there's another one. So those should be coming in next week. We're going to unbox those on next week's show as well. And I'm really excited because when it comes to Naomi and Diesel, they have uh, Chase exclusives. Naomi has a different, I think Naomi's uh, outfit glows in the dark or something like that. And then Diesel's is actually NWO Kevin Nash. So there's an option to hopefully get those. It's kind of random. So I'm hoping those come through because I do own the Scott Hall and the uh, Razor Ramon. I would love to own Diesel and Kevin Nash. That'd be cool. Yeah. You have, Most, a, you have a Funko addiction. Well, yeah. They're, they're pretty fucking cool. I have a couple. All right. Yeah, you told I me. I have a Bailey page. and a Page. Yeah, it's on the box. And I have the Young Bucks, too. I also own the Young Bucks, too. Uh, I, have a, I saw it. I have the other one, the one there in the purple and yellow. Is in the box? Mm-hmm. You should give it to me. No. Give it to me. I know. I've just been a huge fan of Funko Pops and everything. I just like, and I like that they're collection, and they're really not that expensive. Like, I think that Charlotte Flair, I, the Charlotte Flair I picked up, again, it was Dark Parlor. They're having like a clearance sale on some stuff. I believe that one was just 10 bucks. This one was 20 uh, The John Cena, I think, was like 9 or $10. They had a bunch of uh, Funko Pops that were autographed, but they were damaged in shipping. So do you can buy like um, I think they have like some Charlotte Flair autographs, uh, but they're like sixty bucks, damaged boxes, but they're still autographed. To me, it's just not worth it. No, I, I'd rather have the boxes in great condition. Um, so I just chose the regular uh, Charlotte non-signed Funko and my awesome uh, gold, whatever. You surprisingly bought that for me, right? What <laughs> the John Cena? No. This? Yeah. Uh, you can look at it. <laughs> can't you, look. No, you, you can't is... even touch it. You just look. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's over here. Don't touch my yeah. Funko. Yeah. We literally talked about that last week, and then you show up with it this week. Well, yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, okay. That's, right? that's, that's exactly what he does. I don't know. Honestly, I thought you'd be more excited about that one than this one. I like both. I, right? I think she was talking about that one last week. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Not the gold one, though, but the regular one. The... That one. Or the one behind me. 
Is that what you're no, talking they about? No, they have one? a pack. Oh, oh, the dual pack. Yeah. yeah. Well, this one's the D exclusive. So that's why I went with that. I mean, the other one I could probably still get, but it's like 20, 25 bucks. And granted, like, you know, like I said, these are like 10 bucks a piece and everything. I probably could have gone for it and just been okay. But I could just wait till they go on sale. Or I find something on eBay. See, I'm, I'm more of the $25 elite action figure kind of guy. Yeah, but you play with them. I get two of them. I get two. Put one on the wall. At 25 bucks a piece? That's why I only get two at a time. Oh, shit. Raw results, guys. Who cares? Oh, right? <laughs> Nobody cares. Uh, Raw opened up. It was Becky Lynch versus Asuka. Uh, rematch for the women's title. Obviously, uh, it was a good match. I, I think, when, again, when we talked earlier, Asuka is on my list of one of my favorite wrestlers. Just ring-wise. I don't really like how Raw's or Daddy's pushing her and everything. I know she fucking hates it too. She'd rather be down in NXT, but whatever. Becky won with a rock bottom. Really? A rock fucking bottom. I guess it was about time for her to have a... A rock bottom? A finisher move. A rock fucking bottom? Well, I mean... It's a rock fucking bottom. Side effect? <laughs> uh, following the match, uh, Shane Baszler made her debut on the Raw, and I believe she's staying. She sure as hell did. Yeah. And she uh, fucking bit Becky like a vampire in the back of the neck. So dumb. The entire segment process of that whole thing was dumb, where she went to the back and shoved the uh, paramedics out of the way, got in the ambulance, and drove herself to the hospital just to drive back to the arena and cut a stupid-ass promo about it. I miss the realism that Daddy tried to do. Yeah. Because nobody is stealing a fucking ambulance, driving to the hospital, and driving back in the same fucking ambulance. Do you know how hard it is to bite into this, in the back of your neck here? Oh, yeah. And the the fact that that Baszler had, like, blood, like, dripping from her mouth, and yet Becky wasn't, like, bleeding, like, out at all. Dumb. Wasn't a big fan of it. Um, I remember used to loving Becky so much, and because of WWE and this whole man gimmick. I, st- I still like the man gimmick, no. but the way the way she's going with it now just seems like she's forced, trying to force something to happen. Yeah. No, she absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I'm just not a huge fan of it. Um, Daly, being a woman's perspective, how do you feel about Becky Lynch and the man gimmick and how it's kind of moving her along in her career? When it first started, I don't think I really understood what they were trying to do either. Um, but once it stayed around for a little bit, I kind of got the concept of it. I like it now. I think she's not as over as she was when it first started. Um, I'm glad that she's a champion and everything, but I think with Shayna being here now and with the people coming up, I think that she's going to get a run for her money now. Yeah. Um, it's, they're probably going to face each other at WrestleMania. It's probably. Baylor going to take the title from her? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Well, she's held it since last WrestleMania, right? So she's going to be going on a year as soon as the next WrestleMania comes around. Yeah. Damn, good for her. Uh, Street Profits took on Mojo Raleigh and uh, Riddick Moss. This match was probably maybe 45 seconds at the absolute most. And uh, Riddick rolled up Mojo at the end and become the 24-7 champion. I did see that. Yeah. Really, can you, I mean, like, blink and miss it. Yeah. Uh, which is weird because I, when I go through these matches, a lot of these were quick fucking matches. Like, no more than four minutes. Which is dumb. Um, Drew came out. He was part of the VIP lounge with MVP. MVP kind of telling him that he's on the right path, but not quite ready to be champion. Uh-huh. Some people say you're not ready for it yet. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I was like, man, this guy's been ready for it since he's been back in WWE. Oh god, yeah. I mean, he 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 rolled into Impact Wrestling and just took over. Yeah. What was he called in uh, Impact? Uh, Gall- was it Jude G- uh, Galloway? Galloway. Galloway. Or, something like Galloway. That. That's what it was. Galloway. Yeah. I mean, he crushed in fucking Impact. Came back in NXT. Was a champion up until I think he in- what injured his uh, shoulder yeah. or some shit. Like he that. had injured with the match with Andrade. Yeah. And now he's fucking crushing it, eliminating Brock Lesnar from the Royal Rumble. I mean, he's gonna be champion. Actually, I, I just think it was probably one way. Which I thought MVP was done with that idiot. That's what I thought too, but I think he he got a decent pop though. Yeah. I mean, he was he was somebody I enjoyed watching back in the day. But... Dumb, dumbest part of the uh, VIP lounge was uh, when Drew was coming out and they were checking the list. They clearly couldn't find his name on the list, but he was the only fucking invitation to the <laughs> show. I was like, just open up the rope. Hey, come on now. But 
Oh no, it was a good segment. I mean, obviously, you know, the VIP lounge to bring back. Uh, oh crap! What the hell is the Morrison Miz? Uh, the dirt sheet. Like the dirt sheet, and everything. Um, overall, I still think like out of all of them, I think uh, Edge's show I like the most. Cutting edge. Cutting edge, yeah. Peep show was okay. Uh, the highlight. Chris the, Jericho's. Jericho's highlight reel was okay. I mean, Piper's pit. You can't. Yeah, there, never, there's no beat in the Piper pit. pit. Um, there were some other ones too. Uh, I like Dean that. Ambrose had one, The Asylum or some shit like that. Yeah, Dean. Well, I think he only did that when he was feuding with. Uh, we still did it. Jericho or was it Jericho or Miz? I think so. Jericho. Maybe both. I don't know. I like the Mrs. Miss TV? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was probably the longest one. Miss TV was probably the longest running. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Garza and Cedric Alexander faced each other again. It was another quick match. It was probably about three minutes. Andrew Garza picked up the win. Sarah Logan took on Rhea Ripley again. Another quick match. It was probably two and a half minutes because Charlotte came out and was standing on the fucking stage. And Rhea just destroyed Sarah Logan. And I don't know why Sarah's sticking around or not requesting a release. I just, I don't think they're doing Because her husband works for WWE. Yeah, but he's getting old. Isn't he in, he's in, uh... He's getting over. Yeah, he's the Viking Raiders, yeah. He's getting over. The Viking Raiders? Yeah. I thought she was married to the guy in Imperium. That's, uh, that's Nikki, no. Oh, that's Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross is married to Killian Dane. Sarah Logan's married, she's married to, I think, Eric? Eric Ronan? Ronan? Um... Bobby Lashley faced Ricochet. Ricochet won. Not a bad match. Really? I think really uh, getting him ready to face like the bigger guys, especially when it comes to Super Showdown against Brock Lesnar. <coughs> um, what the fuck happened to uh, Rusev? I don't know. The same thing. Same thing WWE's been doing to him ever <laughs> since he debuted. Right. Like, hey, that's Burying enough him. right now. Yeah. Well, was the last time he was on TV was when the whole wedding thing happened. For the, the last time he was on TV? The tag match. There was that tag match at Liv Morgan. Oh, the tag match. Yeah, oh, the mix match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that rematch or whatever following the pay-per-view. Um, I don't know. I mean, even Liv Morgan wasn't even on this show. I, mean, they, they had that, I know they had a segment with Ruby Riot, but... Good talk, guys. You told me to watch Impact AEW, <laughs> man. I, I, I skimmed raw. Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton uh, took out Matt Hardy with a concerto. Good. Um, I'm pretty sure that they just did it to write him off the show. I think his contract's up soon. Yeah. I do like, though, that he kind of brought back that old feud to him and Edge had. Yeah. And I like that he's actually calling him Edge and not Adam. Because I know for a while, he referred to him as Adam. So I like how they're kind of bringing back in that wrestling gimmick side of it. Uh, Alistair Black took on Kira Tozawa. This match lasted about four minutes. Alistair Black uh, picked up the win. And then the uh, main event was AOP, Murphy, and Rollins taking on Viking Raiders, KO, and Samoa Joe, where now Monday Night Messiah picked up the win. Very lackluster. Wasn't anything too uh, spectacular. But if, if they're supposed to wind up with 12 people being under him, they need to start adding these people. I honestly thought Samoa Joe was going to turn on them and join them. Because I like Joe as a heel, and he gets over as a heel. I think Joe's got one of those things. Like, we, we talk about Randy Orton. He doesn't really change who he is. Yeah. And if you go back to his impact days, he it was It just depends same. on his actions. Just that, depends you know, on his yeah. actions. Um, but no, I, I honestly thought, like, when there was that one moment when Kevin Owens was going to the top rope and uh, Samoa Joe's kind of, like, laying underneath the turnbuckle and Kevin was jumping out of the ring. Yeah. I could have sworn that Samoa Joe was going to, like, kind of push him off and then Seth Rollins was going to pick up the win. I think that would have gotten over more than just... Seth Rollins and curb stopping Samoa Joe and I don't Murphy I don't see Joe him. playing second fiddle to Seth Rollins though. I do. I know. Samoa there's Samoa Joe cannot go up from this point. I know. You just he really can't. It, it's it's disheartening because I'm such a fan. Yeah. I would I mean I haven't even liked to put Eric Young over there with uh Rollins too. Or EC3, which I think EC3 might be injured or something like that, but... How? I don't know. Fucking maybe he hasn't tripped, done anything. Tripped in the backstage? I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, but, no, I mean, I, I think I think Samoa Joe's heel turn would have done a lot better for uh, 
It probably would have been. Yeah. But that's all I got for Raw. That impact results. Yeah, go so for it. it's it started out with Mike. The best of five yeah, before matches. we do that, yeah, though. Yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah, right? Come on, man. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it. Right. Guys, if you, uh, if you noticed, uh, we're all wearing JFW t-shirts. We are. Particularly Dally's shirt, where this is the brand new JFW logo t-shirt. Now, it looks good in purple. Right? We've gifted two of these. Yes. One is to Dally, because she's a new member of the, uh, of, of the faction here. The faction. But also, we, uh, well, you gifted Wish you would come. Told me. Uh, you get to one hundred pain. Who wore it at the last SCW show? Who we believe empowered him to win. It definitely motivated him to get off his ass more. Which I found out yesterday was Hip Pain's fucking birthday. Did you wish him happy birthday for me? Absolutely not. No. Oh. No. I'm going to do it right now, though. I'm oh. going to take time out of my show, our show, to wish Hip Pain a happiest, I believe, ninety fifth. 96th birthday. Somewhere in there. I don't know. He's getting up there in age. It's like it's like Ric Flair's babysitter age. Oh, Jesus. So. <laughs> what's up? I'm just waiting. He's going to get you. I, I know, right? I right? swear to God. Right? He's going to wheel over in his chair and shit. It's still fucking Think you that up. came to problem. <laughs> Do you remember that one scene from uh, early two, uh, in 2000 when you in the evasion and uh, classy Freddie Blassie stood up and was cheering everyone on and everything? Right? You remember yeah. that scene? Yeah. He's like, rise! You know, blah, blah, That guy had more fucking uh, energy than... Uh... So, Hunter. Oh, Jesus. Happy birthday. I hope you had a wonderful time stealing Cupid's uh, day for yourself. Because you're uh, selfish like that. Seen you in wrestling matches. I get it. No lie. And I can't wait... To uh, see what you uh, you do at the next show because I mean they got they got to defend the tag titles again right oh I would imagine thirty so. day thirty day policy I mean they have to well they defended them last show I know thirty days they got to do it again they destroyed Rack though. right I mean of course I know Sentinel does kind of leeway Hunter in uh, defending his titles like when he was the SCW champion he didn't defend it in October which is fine you know what I mean whatever fucking Hunter wants Hunter gets so. I mean he took a big old gene on that show Hunter yeah. Yeah, yeah. So happy birthday, Hip Pain. Uh, please enjoy your uh, <laughs> your uh, next coming century, and shit like that. Who knows? Maybe in five years when you uh, you, know, you hold the world record for the oldest man, and uh, yeah. Anyone I else? hope I could still go like that if he's that old. Shit. Right. I'm surprised he could still go like that because he is that old. Yeah. yeah. It's the nachos. Yeah. Anyone else want to wish uh, Hunter a happy birthday? Is it just me? Happy birthday. Happy Hunter. birthday. Right. I like how neither of you looked at the camera. <laughs> we both like looked down like, oh shit, I'm associated with Travis Dink. <laughs> and nothing I say matters anymore. <laughs> I'm going to give me a different shirt. Like, I don't know this guy. Yeah. You know what? It's funny because in about a few years, Hunter probably won't remember me either. You know, one of these days we're gonna get banned from the SCW show. Now and you're gonna get banned. No, he won't. Yeah, you. He will watch this show. He'll get pissed for like five minutes, and then completely forget when his applesauce is brought to him with his vitamins. So, anyways, guys, go to tpublic.com, <sighs> search JFW today, and buy one of our awesome shirts, like the brand new logo that Dally is currently wearing, and the one that uh, Hunter Payne was wearing at the SCW show last month. Awesome shirts, and every sale for this merchandise helps out our podcast. Well, we could uh, do stuff like this, like buy Travis Funkos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad our show is providing right. you with your Funko. Uh... I know. Thank God I, I, I control the money. <laughs> <laughs> now part of Freaknet Studios. Freaknet Studios. I'm not going. You, you sure? <laughs> yeah, I got everything out. Happy birthday, Hunter. Good God. So the best of five matches, this is match two between Eddie Edwards and Michael Elgin. Like I was telling you before, mm-hmm. I can see why you like Elgin. These guys pretty much put on a clinic in this match. Yeah. Uh, Elgin did pick up the win, putting him up two to two to zero. So just wait to see what happens. Uh, it's a whole lot easier to talk about these matches when you actually watch them. I know, right? Uh, it's crazy how podcasts work. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Madman Fulton took on Daga. I don't know if you've seen this Daga, dude. No. He's kind of scary looking. He's kind of like the Predator. Okay. He's got long-ass hair. Big-ass dude. 
Check him out. Dagger picked up the win. No. No. Madman picked up the win. So you watched it, huh? I did. Oh, that's because uh, What's-His-Face fucked him up after the match. Must have went to the bathroom. Uh, Ethan Page with, took on Falaba. Have you have you checked out Falaba? Yo, yeah. Oh, I, I told you. Falaba used to wrestle on that uh, Grimm's Toy Show uh, wrestling thing on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, and I um, I think I've only seen... No, that's not. I've seen two Impact matches he has. He's, he's pretty decent. Yeah, he's... He, uh, I, I like when like he smacks his head and yells "bah." I yeah. think that's kind of cool looking. Um, I just, I, I don't, I haven't bought really much into him yet. He is a good, I mean, good athlete for his size, almost Yokozuna like. Yeah, he's he's had quite. A few, I think he's had a couple championship matches. Yeah. Obviously, been pulled off, but mm-hmm. I think it's only a matter of time. I remember, uh, I remember uh, watching a match where he, uh, it was at the Grim Toy Show. It's, guys, if you don't know Grim Toy Show, it's a wrestling YouTube channel. Check it out; it's actually pretty fucking funny. Uh, Falaba, I think, faced Robbie E in a match. Oh, jeez. And uh, obviously with it being like a YouTube thing, they could do their own shit. So they went above and beyond their own kind of like <laughs> limits, I guess yeah. you would say. Uh, but no, I mean, it was overall good. I, I think he has one of the best Simone drops in the business. So huge fan of uh, I, I love his, he, he'll, he'll lay the guy out and then he rolls over him. That shit is hilarious to yeah, me. Yeah, so like I said, huge fan of Falaba, just not completely sold on him yet, but it's it's a gimmick that no one else is doing, so. That's true. Bob picked up the win. Uh, Rob Van Dam versus Joey Ryan. I I don't get the whole, I don't know, Rob Van Dam just isn't doing it for me anymore. Back in the day, huge Rob Van Dam fan. It's just, go away. It's it's weird when wrestlers get to a certain age, they just don't excite you as much. Yeah. Happy birthday, Hunter. <laughs> Van Dam picked up the victory. Uh, Willie Mack versus Shira, and so this is Shira's back now. Shira went to WWE and was in developmental, but came back. Yeah, so he must not have passed. Uh, it ended up turning into a tag team match: Willie Mack and Johnny Swinger versus Desi Hit Squad. Winner Desi Hit Squad. Not a fan of Desi Hit Squad. I don't like those guys. Jordan Grace versus Taya Valkyrie. Uh, Grace is that that rhino esque female mm-hmm. that they have, and I mean she's ridiculously good in the ring. Picks up the win for her first championship run in Impact Wrestling. And yeah, that was that was their main event. That was uh, Valkyrie lost that. I think she held the title for. She was the longest that. reigning current champion in all of wrestling. It was pretty close to two years. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty cool, though, you know, like, to, to give the opportunity to somebody else. I mean, like, when you, it's like, almost like when CM Punk held the title. It's like, no one really talks about it, but it made the title relevant for the longest time. Right. I mean, it, and I agree with him. It kind of sucked that he lost the title to The Rock. I mean, yeah. we, talked, we talked about that earlier, about when they gave the uh, Universal title to Goldberg. The Rock being champion, it's like, it's just, it's a gimmick at that point. Right. And that, the Universal title still hasn't. There's no way that it has nearly as prestigious as some of these other titles. Yeah. Including the Impact title. I'm, I'm even going to put it, it's not even prestigious as the AEW title. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Hey. <laughs> Look at the wrestlers who've held it. The two, two great wrestlers, Rollins and Balor, and then a bunch of people you don't want to see have it. The Universal title. Yeah. Like The Fiend. Fiend didn't have it. He has it now. Oh, he has it now. I thought he had the WWE title. No, Brock does on Raw. Oh, fuck. Remember they swapped him? That's right. Because Rollins was Universal on Raw, and then he'd been Fiend beat him, but the Fiend's on SmackDown. Then Brock left SmackDown after beating Kofi. Okay, so three. Yeah. Kevin Owens. That was that was not long-lived, though. I think that it was, was a couple months. Lackluster. Still happened. It was his first title reign. Don't take that away from him. I'm taking it away from him. How dare you? Do you say please? Okay, it's fine. Thirty-three percent of the show is mine. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> we have to make a new shirt. With these notes, I'm, I'm gonna be out this, quick. Because of this, I'm thirty-three percent of the fucking yeah. show. Now. <laughs> All right, guys. Normally, I do the NXT results and everything, but uh, since uh, Dally is now part of the show, she's going to take over NXT. Um, 
Let me make sure I have nothing to plug before I interrupt you because I hate doing that. <laughs> no, he does. He loves doing that. No, again, I'm going. Okay, so NXT uh, started out. Roderick Strong came out. Uh, you know, Velveteen Dream returned last week. Yeah. Um, and when Velveteen had his new tights on, I actually real I did not know this, but it was actually Marina and Roderick's son on his tights. Okay. See, that's what we we're yeah. trying to talk about. So yeah. yeah. I did not know that until I watched this week's. Um, so Roderick Strong came out and basically called out Velveteen Dream. Um, instead, he got uh, Bronson Reed. I guess he said they had unfinished business. So that turned into a match. Um, Roderick Strong got the win. Velveteen then popped up on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, basically saying, if anything was to happen to you, someone would fill out Marina's dreams. Like saying stuff like that and trying to get under his skin. I don't know how you guys feel about this stuff, but I hate when they bring like family and personal life into wrestling like it, it, it for me it depends on how they do it like because like to an extent rick rude used to do this all the time he would put his uh opponent's wife's face right on his crotch yeah. you did do, you did to jake roberts yeah. yeah yeah well and uh just dive into scw for a little bit here first off you work at scw mm-hmm. you do the merchandise and everything clearly i know you're an scw person because you do this so when you do that, it comes up on the recording. <laughs> These are the things you learn when you're a podcaster. Secondly, when you talk about families getting involved and everything, I mean, it's no different than when Hunter Payne's son got involved at the ARW show and uh, shoved the holiday. Holiday started it. It's not true at all. Yes, it don't, is. Don't, don't fucking do that. No, that's true. Go ahead. Happy birthday, Hunter. <laughs> Like I said, to an extent. Um, but I like it. It gives realism to the shows. It's kind of like when uh, when they brought Rollins and Lynch's a, relationship a, into it. There's such a thing as too much, though. Well, I'm saying, like, I don't think uh, Roderick Strong's son is going to get into the ring and take an elbow drop from Velveteen Dream. It's just a picture on a, on a fucking... Well, I, yeah, I really but... don't think that they do this kind of stuff without talking to the parties. Yeah, I'm sure they're cool. I'm sure Roger Strong's like, yes, because it gives him more of a push to get into more bigger matches. You should embrace family values in wrestling. (laughs) Okay, so, uh, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) So, Roger Strong got the win over Bronson Reed. Um, Next match was Candice LeRae versus Dakota Kai. Um, It was a decent match. Actually, it went for, I would say, about... Over six minutes. Yeah. I um, love Candice Ray. Candice Ray only storm of my top favorites outside of Rhea Ripley in uh, NXT. Hey, uh, Dakota Kai got the win over Candice Ray. Um, you know they got this whole thing going with Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. Yep. Um, after Dakota Kai got the win over Candice Ray, she decided to go after an attack or some more. Tegan Knox came to Candice Ray's aid. Uh, they have a street fight at NXT TakeOver Portland. Uh, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai in a street fight. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Cameron Grimes. Johnny Gargano got the victory. He's also got a big match this upcoming weekend against Finn. How do you feel about Cameron Grimes? Do you feel he's just kind of used as, like, enhancement talent? Uh, that's what I feel like. See, now, I... Rem- I, rem- I was asking Dally. Oh, well, fuck you. <laughs> um, oh my god uh, now you're knocking stuff down I just killed Rollins again now I gotta buy a new one <laughs> um I have not seen that much of him honestly um I'm I'm not that familiar with it so I don't really know how to respond to that um but he's really good talent I, I mean I watched the whole match through and through it was really good anything with Johnny Gargano was really yeah. good but alright so what's your thoughts on Cameron Grimes now? we'll see it I, I know Grimes from Impact Wrestling, yeah. where he was uh, X Division champion and stuff like that, and I, I feel like he's a little watered down here. So I do feel like he's more of an enhancement talent. But I think he could do way more. Yeah, it's almost like Cassius uh, O'Neill. Yeah. yeah. Look, at, look at me. Look at me asking you to pronounce the fucking wrestling name. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Alright, go ahead. Uh, next match was the NXT Cruiserweight number one contenders match for the title. It was Leo Rush versus Angel Garza. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo Rush got the victory over Angel Garza, so he will be facing uh, Dublin for the Cruiserweight Championship. 
next week on NXT. I gotta say, like, I'm, I'm really impressed with Andrew Garza uh, fighting both shows weekly. I think that's really cool. Well, I think it's a good job for him for stepping up after Andrade got injured. Yeah. Yeah. Shame. <laughs> How do you feel about the cruiserweight being on NXT now? With 205 Live being gone and everything, yeah. um, I, I, I prefer it on NXT. It gives NXT an additional title. Uh, I think if you put it on Raw or on SmackDown, it just gets lost in the shuffle of everything because now you're you're trying to do more on a three-hour show or a two-hour show where they already have their fill. I mean, obviously, they want to put it on SmackDown because SmackDown wants to focus more on, like, big guys and action and sports and shit like that where Raw wants to focus on fucking Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. So putting the uh, Cruiserweight title on uh, NXT, I think, works out a lot better. But I think they do need to put it on both UK and American NXT. Because NXT uh, UK only has the two, the tag and, or the three, the tag, the women's, and the main title. Mm-hmm. But even when you look at it, just from my perspective, the NXT UK title is no different than the NXT North American title. It doesn't seem to have that top relevance as the NXT Heavyweight title. Considering that everybody from the UK wants the main roster, the, the NXT main roster title, yeah, kind of diminishes the NXT titles themselves. Yeah, well, and, and nothing, and nothing against um, God, who the fuck is it? Um, who's the bru- the Bruiseway? Is that Pete Dunn? Pete Dunn. Pete, Pete Dunn. Dunn. Pete Dunn. I just want to make sure I got the name right because I'm getting so many Tyler Bates stuck in my head too. Um, when Pete Dunne held the title, it just seemed irrelevant because he just held it for so long and didn't seem to like really do much with it. He had the huge matches at TakeOver. When you only have four TakeOvers a year and everything, you're not making it meaningful as much as you really should. Right. So to me, it just felt like an intercontinental title reign. I can see that. Yeah. Now, Walter, I mean, maybe he could do a little bit more with it. I don't think he could put it over as much as Pete Dunne was able to, but... It still, to me, just feels like the NXT UK heavyweight title is no different than the North American NXT title. But I do like the Cruiserweight title on NXT. And I like how they kind of, like, disperse the uh, the Cruiserweights onto, like, different shows. I don't know who's on SmackDown that was on 205 Live, but I know a couple of them are on Raw and obviously some are on NXT. Where's Rockstar Spud? I have no idea. Right? Where the fuck did he go? What's it, Drake Maverick? Drake Maverick, yeah. Maybe, yeah, he had that thing going with the um, 24-7 title, and yeah. then he just kind of disappeared. Maybe he finally <laughs> consummated his marriage and fucking died. Yeah. I'd be more worried about consummating my marriage than that damn title. Oh my god, his fucking wife? Holy shit. Anyhow. Yeah, so, <laughs> I guess you can't really say that too much anymore. Now. Hey, Jay. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> You're going to watch the sexism now. Yes, let me borrow this real quick. This is what you do in schools, folks. Look at all these fucking notes. I'm a perfectionist. Okay? I love Leave this me so alone. much. Leave me alone. Jay, show me your notes. <laughs> oh, God. All right, go ahead. I was always that kid that had other people do the work for me. <laughs> Um, Bianca Belair versus Santana Garrett. Not gonna lie. Basically a squash match. It was probably like 30 seconds. Yeah, it's just to put Bianca over for yeah. a title match. And obviously, she on the mic. Rhea came out. There was a confrontation there. Um, Bianca ended up hitting her with a finisher and laying Rhea out. So that kind of leads up to the takeover match. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main event was Kushida versus Adam Cole. Very phenomenal match. Oh, yeah. Uh, Adam Cole got the victory. Of course, uh, over that. Of course, Sam he did. Cole, baby. Yes, baby. Baby. Bianca Belair is easily becoming one of my favorites from NXT as far as women's division. Well, that push that they gave her in the Royal Rumble match definitely kind of helped her out, and I wouldn't be surprised if she ends up on SmackDown. I can definitely see her being a SmackDown star, just to kind of like build more of a female base on the show. Yeah, you only have what uh, Naomi on there is the only black chick too, so. Yeah, I'm I not think she's the only. She's the only black one on the main roster, isn't she? Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, because Ember Moon's injured, and she's probably out indefinitely. Um, yeah, and then you got Bianca Belair on NXT. I don't. Yeah, no, everyone. 
Which I don't understand, like, where some of these wrestlers are going. Like, the Iconics haven't been around in a while. I could care less about the Iconics. They were awesome. They're the They're only two. Iconic. No offense. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I'm offended. Oh. <laughs> How dare you mock Australians? <laughs> Nothing against Australians. God. I just don't like them. They didn't. They when they had the tag when they had those tag team titles, they didn't make those titles relevant. They Not at all. Just spit on them. Yeah. And they were the ones that I when they came on, I turned the channel. That's a smoke break match. Yeah, that's a smoke break match. Smoke break match. All right, Jay, AEW. AEW. The opening contest was Kenny Omega and Hangman. Before we dive into that, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you haven't had a chance yet, make sure you go to patreon.com backslash JFW podcast today and sign up to be one of the patrons of the show. If you guys don't know or haven't listened to me say it multiple times, every single time I'm doing this podcast, Patreon is the place where you can go to support the podcast. I just, we set up various tiers, everything from a dollar a month down to $15 a month, and each tier gets you a little bit more and something extra from the podcast. Brandy and Becca are currently uh, patrons of ours, and we thank them every single week for being a part of it. And we can thank you, too, just by going to patreon.com backslash Podcast today. Sign up for the tiers. Telling you, dollar a month does nothing for you, but does a lot for us. So make sure you check that out today. Patreon.com backslash Podcast. I think you're in the clear. Okay. Go ahead, Jay. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus SCU for the Tag Team Championships. This match was all over the place. It was great. Um, at some point in time, the Dark Order came out and. The fallen angel left ringside, so that there's a lot of speculation that he's either part of the dark order or something like that. But there's been other speculation that Matt Hardy is coming over to actually be the head of dark. Order. It would be weird for AEW to break up uh, SCU. I think it would be too, because to me it, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, but the elite picked up the vic- victory. They're still tag team champions. Uh, Dustin Rhodes took on Sammy Guava. Dustin just continues to impress me with his age and what he's doing in the ring. DDP yoga, bro. Yeah. Dustin picked up the win and then challenged Hagar to a match at Revolution. This will be a first AEW match too. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't. Uh, he hasn't had one match yet. They did an interview with Britt Baker. Britt Baker is really forcing this heel thing. It just doesn't. It's not coming naturally enough for me for her. Uh, the AEW Women's Championship match, Nyla Rose versus whatever the hell her name is. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> You're crushing this. Rio. Uh, Nyla Rose picked up the victory. Fuck yeah. Which was good for her. And then they just did a bunch, bunch of review of what's going to happen at Revolution. That was pretty much the show. It's a decent show. That's all I got. That's it? That's it. All right, SmackDown. Uh, Not a whole lot went on SmackDown. Uh, Moment of Bliss came. Oh, there's another one. Another fucking talk show. Moment of Bliss. Uh, Nikki and Alexa came out. Carmella talked to her about winning the Fatal 4-Way last week. Uh, They kind of talked a little bit about Carmella and Alexa. Or Carmella and Bailey used to be friends, but ever since Sasha came back... Really kind of tore them apart. Bailey says, you're a fucking liar. They end up having the match. Bailey picks up the win by cheating. Attacks uh, Carmella after the match. And Naomi comes out and uh, makes the rescue. I could definitely see Naomi and Carmella being a tag team going for the titles. That'd be interesting. Weren't they partners in the uh, Elimination Chamber mm-hmm. match? Yeah. 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 I, I, I can't remember what the fucking they were called. So it was like glowing something. But... I mean, I, th- I think I think they have good chemistry, and I think their characters work well with each other. I'm not a huge fan of uh, um, Naomi's like big ass fro hair that she has. I love, I love the fro hair. It's just, it's just too much. It's just it's just too much going on at once. It, it gives it, it makes her stand out though. That's nice. I also think she's she's one of the most underrated females in WWE though. I was real. Yeah, ha- I, can, I can see that. I was real happy when she stopped using that. Fucking rear view as her finisher. I hate that move. I think it's so stupid. 
Uh, Sheamus took on Shorty G and Apollo Crews in a uh, handicap match. Sheamus picked up the win. It was an okay match, wasn't it? It's just showing Sheamus is back and just as powerful as ever. And it just says nothing but bury Shorty G and Apollo. Because why not bury the young talent? Yeah. Um, one of the top, one, my sec, my, my biggest uh, thing that I love the most about SmackDown was the Hogan uh, warning the Fiend about Goldberg. Hogan coming on uh, the screen, talking, and then the Fiend comes out, makes a lot of like NWO uh, two sweet puns and all this shit. And then Hogan, I said something about seeing him in Tampa, so you know they're building to a Hogan Fiend feud, oh, probably at WrestleMania. Fucking Christ. <laughs> um, it was actually a pretty good uh, segment, though. You know, he told Hogan that you know if he wants, he has room on the wall for him and all this shit. So it was pretty cool. Did Hogan have the beard? No, he shaved it back into the uh, Fu Manchu. So he it's Hogan, like, bro. You know, he, doesn't, he, he doesn't look like Macho Man no more. He looked like uh, he looked like that fucking dude from Lord of the Rings who yells, "You should not pass." Isn't that Gandalf? I don't fucking know. I don't watch Lord of the Rings. It's not wrestling. <laughs> nerd. Um, geek asshole. Yeah, fucking nerd. Nerds like school. You're a fucking nerd. That's prejudiced. <laughs> yeah. Nerd. Demonetized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Braun Strowman saves Elias from an attack from uh, Sami Zayn and Cesaro who were protesting uh, the concert that Elias was going to put on. Nothing really much there. Otis and was finally ready for his uh, Valentine's Day date with Mandy. Shows up at the uh, restaurant to see uh, Mandy and Dolph sitting at the uh, table together. Otis drops his flowers and leaves. Sad. Sad Otis. Otis should have fucked Dolph up. He was too sad. He had his heart broken. Pussy. Poor Otis. And then uh, Roman Reigns had a mystery opponent against Miz and Morrison. Ended up being Daniel Bryan. Roman and Bryan picked up the win. Go figure. Of course. It's fucking Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Not the, not the Roman Reigns factor. No, no, not all of it. All right, guys. We got to take over for our predictions. NXT TakeOver Portland. Okay. Um, no particular order. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You you, you, can, you can take this over. <laughs> no particular order, I said. Just give me a minute. <laughs> he's he's going to write down our names. Yeah, don't predict. rush me. God. Easy. Write faster. God damn it, Dizzle J. Hey. Yes. This was like having a girlfriend, man. Stay on top of that shit. <laughs> Don't tell that Louisiana. <laughs> Listen, though. I'm new here. Leave me alone. I, I, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. She's the bishop. She's here to take over. Yeah, you don't realize who the fucking leader is here. He's up. God damn it. Okay, so go ahead. Announce what the matches are, and then we'll go one by one to make our predictions. Adam Cole versus Tommaso Ciampa. For the NXT title. Mm-hmm. Okay, next one. Come on. Rhea Ripley versus Bianca You're Belair. You're fucking excited to cut me off. Well, like... now you got me all like... <laughs> <laughs> you got me fucked up. Now I got you fucked up. I think we've been recording for almost an hour. Now you're getting fucked up? You'll be okay. <laughs> God damn. Alright, what was the next one? Bianca and Rhea? Yes, yeah. for the women's championship. Yep. Uh, Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano. Okay. Uh, North American championship match. Keith Lee versus Dominic. Uh, Dijakovic? That's yep. how you pronounce it? Mm-hmm. Um, Ironically, I believe he's from Connecticut. Not from wherever that name pronounces from, but Connecticut. What the fuck? Or Maine. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to share some knowledge, people. <laughs> okay, tag title match, Undisputed Era versus the Broserweights. Fuck that. Bro. Bro. And then the street fight with Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. Awesome. All right, Jay, you're the only one that didn't write down your uh, predictions, so you're going to go first on everyone. All right. Okay, so uh, Rhea and Bianca, who do you got? Rhea. Yeah, Dally. Rhea. And also about Rhea. Uh, Balor and Gargano. Balor. Dally. Balor. Uh, I went with Gargano on this one. That's going to be a hell of a match, though. It's going to be really good. Uh, Undisputed Era versus Broserweights. 
Broserweights. Really? Broserweights. Bruh. Yeah, I love Broserweights too. <laughs> uh, I had to. It's it's time for the tag titles to uh, kind of switch over. I think it's time so for hyped. the Undisputed Era to go to the main roster and just tear shit up. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox. Knox. Bailey. Uh, Dakota Kai. Uh, Keith Lee versus Dominic. Lee. Bailey. Lee. And uh, Lee. That's definitely that's gonna be a match. There's like three of these matches that are easily gonna mm-hmm. be contenders for match tonight. Right. Cole or Champa. Champa. Bailey. Champa. Oh, Cole. Cool. Somebody has to win. I'm excited. You're gonna be part of the uh, the the tournament now. See, so uh, be who uh, who won last year. I I don't remember. Well, it was two of us, and you lost. So <laughs> still gotta get that belt, man. I know. No. Jay, why don't you tell everybody about the awesome uh, attire we have behind us? Oh, this is. Uh... Doc, Dirty Doc Blaylock's ring gear that we won the first night at a SCW show. Yeah, yeah, uh, 2017. Yeah, yeah. So we, I think this is before we started recording the show, though. Yeah, because yeah. we started going trying to yeah. put out feelers, yeah. and ever since then, I've been working hand in hand with SCW. Well, maybe Dally will wear it one day. It won't fit us. It definitely won't fit us. Definitely won't fit us. Not my style. Not your style. Really? Okay. <laughs> Oh, God, what the fuck am I missing here? Make sure you catch our show every single week on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and the video uh, release on YouTube. Just search JFW Podcast or Just Freaking Wrestling. Jay, what's the uh, pick of the week? Pick of the week? This is your pick of the week. Pick of the week? What's the pick of the week? The pick of the week? What the fuck is the pick of the week, Jay? Pick of the week. Jay, pick of the week. Pick of the week. Come on, Jay. My God, you can't... I, I didn't write it down. I put... I, ah, I, I scheduled it. Buy a notebook. I scheduled Buy it. a notebook. <laughs> ah, screw you, Kia. Jay, notes. what the fuck is the thing of the week? Thing <laughs> of the week, Jay. It was a... It, Jay, what's the pick of the week? It was a Charlotte Flair match. I forget which one. Which one, man? <laughs> Jay, what's the pick of the week? I don't remember. God. Fuck. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> if you have yet to buy your Mr. 33% Dizzle <laughs> J shirt, it's available at tpublic.com. Please help me get the Search education J-M-W. I need. What's the pick of the week? Dude, I'm trying to find it. <laughs> yeah. Where is... How do I look up the stuff I have scheduled? <laughs> can't do it. I can't, can't do it. Daly, why don't you tell everyone about the next SCW show where Jay finds the pick of the week? <laughs> SCW, February 29th. Um, Shabans Civic Center. Shabans. I get Clifton and Shabans, you know. I. There, yeah, and we've, we've actually done that a few times too where we think it's Shabans, but it ends up being Clifton and vice versa. Um, tickets are $10 pre sale. You can buy them at FitBodyU, Justice Martial Arts, Glassworks, or they're $12 at the door. Door opens at six, both times at seven. And typically, as long as Sentinel gets his head out of his ass, he gets us a match card in time to talk about it before the show happens. So, hopefully, um, I don't know what it is with bald people at SCW. <laughs> Happy birthday, Hunter. What's the pick of the week? <laughs> Have you still not found it? I still haven't found it. I, 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 it's loaded <laughs> and ready to launch today. God damn it. Get a notebook. I need to get a notebook. Let's just say that every Charlotte Flair match is the pick of the week. No. <laughs> eh. Eh. Don't make this worse. Let's, let's go try to find her indie stuff. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> her daddy got her main got her to the main roster. What's the pick of the week, Jerry? Oh, Jesus Christ, that's scary. How is that going to be any different with the Rock's daughter? She's just not in this. going to be so much better. No. What's the pick of the week, Jay? I'm not letting this die. You're making this show drag on a lot longer than me to. I usually do the pick of the week last. This is last. 
All we have left Becky is... Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. God damn. And Evolution. <laughs> the last woman standing match. <laughs> I knew it was Charlotte Flair because I, I wanted to give her a welcome gift, so I went out and I find... Oh, trust me, you gave her a lot more than, you, than a fucking uh, gift here. So these are the most unprofessional people I've ever worked right. with. If she's not here next week, this is why. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. Um, again, we're not doing um, Final Freaking Thoughts anymore, but we did replace it with a segment called Holy Shit, Who Gives a Shit. Uh, each week, we're going to pick our Holy Shit moment of the week and our Who Gives a Shit moment of the week. Do you have that? Yes, I have that. Cool, you go second. Dally, what you got for a Holy Shit moment of the week? Mine's kind of tied. I have two, kind of. It's like, okay, so obviously Shayna Baszler made a debut on Raw. Yep. Um, I think we all knew it was coming. You know, she was in the Rumble. She lost the NXT Championship. It was coming sooner or later. Yep. We just didn't know when or how. So her attack on Becky. Um, it's also kind of tied with John Cena returning to SmackDown next week. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's cool. I now, think it's going to be cool. Did announce, it's been a long time. Did they announce what he's coming back? Like, how long? Because it's not full time, right? I don't, they didn't say. Nah. They just said he's coming back. <laughs> and I grew up around Cena. So it's, it's it's exciting for That's me true. because it's... You are 10 years younger than uh, Jay over there. Correction, you're like 14 years younger than Jay over there. Maybe. I don't know how she is. What's the pick of the week? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what's, your, what's your holy shit moment of the week, Jay? My holy shit moment is uh, Dustin challenging Hagar to finally have Hagar have that match. And Dustin. When When's the steel cage match between Cody and... It has and, to be next uh, week. War? Yeah, because the MJF match is supposed to be at this upcoming pay-per-view, right? Right. Okay. I may actually watch that. I may actually... How? We're going to be at the SCW show. No, the the cage match. Oh. I want to know what their cage looks like. I'm really eager to see if their so, cage... Yeah, it's their first cage match. I, yeah, I'm hoping they go to the old vintage AF like, steel bar cage. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, mine is uh, The Rock's Kid in the Performance Center. I think that's really cool. I mean, it's gotta be. It's a fucking Rock's Kid. I'm excited for it. I don't she, she, looks, she looks awfully uh, beastly. But when, nowhere near as beastly when, as Brock Lesnar. When her daughter. hair is blonde, I don't think it, she looks really attractive. But when it's darker, she looks fucking more... Now, has she been wrestling before she had a performance in her? Who cares? It's The Rock's daughter. No. I'm sorry. The Rock doesn't get pulled over for DUIs and freaks out on people and throws shit around and almost dies in hospitals. Nine lives. Yeah. Nothing against Ric Flair, though. I love Ric Flair. And Birthday Hunter. Okay, <laughs> right? Because they're almost the same. <laughs> Except Rick has hair, kind of, and younger. Okay, so uh, what is uh, your who gives a shit moment of the week? Mine is Bailey retaining the title against Carmella. I really don't think that. I mean, there was no build up for that match. There was no hype. Bailey kind of ever since the heel turn, I just she's not. Just everyone's kind of overlooking her, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't mind them doing the Carmella Bailey match at the next pay per view, which I think is Elimination Chamber or something like that, right? I have no idea. Crush it, that'd be time. Hey, AEW Impact. Let's fucking crush it. That's where I'm keeping my uh, staying in my lane. What's your who gives a shit moment of the week? John Cena's return to SmackDown. (laughs) 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 Sorry. That's why I started giggling when you said that. Uh, mine was uh, the shortened matches on Raw. The fact that half the matches were four minutes or less, I think, did nothing for anyone in those matches. The fact that Aleister Black uh, could have had a decent match against, uh, I think it was Alexander, but it was like four minutes. Was it Tazawa? Still four minutes. Suck. So, <laughs> and then obviously Rhea Ripley taking on Sarah Logan did nothing for Sarah Logan did nothing for Rhea Ripley. Um, it just I I think that they need to either focus on less matches, longer time, or really evaluate how they're doing the shit because they're doing way too much promo stuff on Raw. You can have a decent match in under six minutes. You we, could, but not for Alistair Black. Yeah, no. 
I mean, it's it's kind of like with uh with that uh, with Eric Rowan, because just kept feeding him fucking uh, local talent and shit like that. It does nothing for him, and it's the same thing with Alistair Black. He had all these great matches with Buddy Murphy, just to fucking get like shit fed to him. He yeah. had a great match with Eric Young. I think it was like almost like eight minutes last week, and for being a shorter match, it was still a good fucking match. Right. I don't know. Um, we got through everything, right? I believe so. Okay. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Just Free Wrestling or the JFW Podcast. Again, thanks to Audible.com for being a sponsor. Go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today. Get your 30-day free trial, free credit. Go to tpublic.com, T-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. Search JFW, pick up your merchandise. Like the awesome brand new JFW logo that Dally is currently wearing and everything. Um, these are there's renditions of these logos, but really uh, they're more updated. These are the original ones that no one else could get. Love them. As well as the new Dizzle J shirt, and I guess I'm going to release my Travis T-shirt. Good, you should. Right. Everybody loves it, but you. Yeah. Dally has her own shirt too. It's coming out soon. We're gonna wait a little bit though to see if she really sticks around. <laughs> after uh, after what fucking Jay did today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she wants to associate her name she, with her. If she listens to this show, she does that fuck up all the time. Yeah. God damn. Um, make sure you check out the show every single week. iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and on YouTube. Just search Just Regressing or the GFW Podcast. Or if you really want to, if you have a uh, little uh, Alexa dot at your home, just say, Alexa, play Just Freaking Wrestling Podcast, and it'll play the most recent episode for you. I love the fact that it does that. Again, happy birthday to Hunter Payne. I hope you had a wonderful birthday yesterday. All jokes aside, uh, you really are old as fuck. So, um, that's all I got. Time to ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. I'm Dally. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Peace.